Welcome back. Is it recording? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Welcome back to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Daily. I'm Ben Fulon. And I'm Uzbek Kaučić yet again. your last name oh well thank you dude how do you pronounce it Kaučić. Kaučić. that's a weird at least name. you get my name that's um, better than most americans they don't yeah. even get the name so wow well good for me papa bless um welcome back everyone as you hopefully remember uh Ashbe was in our last episode and he was just so great he had to come back again right yeah yeah i actually had fun talking about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is going to be terrible. Disgusting. I mean, it was cringy at first. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, really, any time you do something new, especially if it's public, like making a podcast, it's always cringy. Or always seems cringy. Basically, whatever I do is cringy, so that's like, what I thought it would be. Okay, I've, I recorded, like, 20 podcasts, on, like, on my own, before I did it with a person. And they were all disgusting. I deleted like 15 of them. Oh, okay. That yeah, makes, yeah. That makes I deleted. That's why there's seven of them. Yeah, I deleted a lot of them because, I mean, people listened to them and like they were fine, but they were just really kind of gross. How many subscribers do we have, by the way? Do you have? You know, something weird is that it doesn't tell you. Dang. It tells you how many downloads. Fair enough. How yeah. many downloads? Oh, um, like 150. Oh, that's. Good. I guess. I mean, yeah, most of it's family, so. <laughs> Dab. <laughs> okay. Um, so how are you? How's your day? Pretty good. Pretty uh, good? I'm soaking in sweat right now. Oh, well, that's a great way to start a podcast. I know. <laughs> it's how I start every conversation with someone new, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, work hard, play hard. Mm. Um... Okay, so just so you know, the way that this podcast is going to work is um, we have a couple topics that we want to talk about. Um, some of these topics, Ashbe will have more of a stance on speaking on, some I'll have more of a stance on speaking on, but it's going to be dope and it's going to be sweet. So I wanted to start us off with the topic of prayer because... Um, me and Ajpe were at uh, a group called Staza the other night, which is, um, it's kind of like a Bible study where you kind of hold each other accountable. Um, it's pretty fun. It's really cool. And one of the topics that came up was, um, like, why in the Lord's Prayer does it say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven? Why do we always pray to God that his will would be done. Because if God's all-powerful, why is it that we have to be like, okay, God, you do your will. Like, God's going to do his will, whether we tell him to or not. Um, And I thought that was a really good question. Um, And so, really what it is, basically, is when we pray, like, your will be done, we're basically acknowledging to God that we're for his will and not our own. And so, I don't know, I just, I actually, I struggled with this a long time too, just thinking about like, oh, you know, why, why do I pray to God like that my family would be safe while 
I'm here on my internship away from them? Why do I pray that they'd be safe if, regardless, God's will would be done? Um, I thought about that a lot, and I was recently reading a book um, called God Has a Name, where the author talks about it. Actually, God Has a Name, uh, I think I gave a book, a book review of that in episode two of, um, of that book. So it's super sweet. The author, John Mark Comer, is from my town. And mainly that book, um, it actually just talks about um, like God's character and who God is and how through like reading the Bible and seeing more of his character, we get to see who he is more and understand why he does what he does. Um, but the interesting thing about that book is uh, Mr. Comer talks a lot about the concept of prayer and asking God for things. And the interesting thing about it is that we can... Ah, this is such a complicated thing, and he worded it so well. But when we pray to God, we actually... If God hears what we have to say, he can um, change what his will is. Which may sound kind of weird, like how can our requests change God's mind? Because if God's all-knowing, why wouldn't it be perfect in the first place? But it's actually really cool. There's a story in the Bible of Moses, and he actually goes through something like this. I was hoping you would bring that up, because I was just going to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Which one were you thinking of? I don't know. It's somewhere in Genesis, I think. I know. I'm Oops. just not sure where it is. Like, when Moses, when God says to Moses that he's going to destroy everyone, mm -hmm. and Moses like... Basically, no, please don't. And then God's like, it says that God was sorry for what he was thinking. Mm -hmm. And like the first, when I read that, that one time that I did, mm -hmm. um, like the first thing was that I thought was like, so shouldn't that be like another way around? <laughs> uh, uh, like a human getting mad and then God saying something to him and then human repenting, not mm -hmm. the other way around. Yeah, that's um, really a lot of how the Bible goes. And I didn't plan out really on that, but like we talked with Chris mm -hmm. about that particular story a couple months ago, mm -hmm. and he was like, "I think in I think it point that story points to the power of prayer." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Oh, oh, mm -hmm. so yeah." Sorry, continue yeah. your. Exactly. That's actually exactly what I want to say. That was perfect. Yeah, and so it's in Numbers 14, and it's the story of the Israelites going back and forth with being faithful to God and then ditching God and going to serve other idols. Um, it's in that whole mix of that relationship. And there's this one time where God has had, it, had enough of it. It's Numbers 14. It's where Israel rebels again, and God says that he, he'll end them. He says, How long will this people despise me? How long will they not believe in me, in spite of all the signs I've done among them? I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them. And I will make you a greater nation, mightier than they are. And here he's talking to Moses, saying he'll make Moses a greater nation, and he will destroy Israel. Um, Do you want to just repeat where that is so I can look it up? Absolutely. It's Numbers 14. 14 what? 
Um, it's really the whole chapter, okay. but where Moses um, kind of prays and intercedes is around verse 13. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and actually, verse 13 says, But Moses said to the Lord, Then the Egyptians will hear of it, for you brought up this people in your might from among them, and they will tell the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, O Lord, are in the midst of the people. Few, O Lord, Lord, are seen face to face. Your cloud stands over them. You are before them in a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Now if you kill this people as one man, then the nations who have heard your fame will say, It is because the Lord is not able to bring this people into the land that he swore to give them, that he has killed them in the wilderness. Now please let the power of the Lord be great, as you have promised, saying, The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. Please pardon the iniquity of this people according to the greatness of your steadfast love, just as you've forgiven this people from Egypt until now. And if we go along in the story, we see that obviously God does not destroy Israel. Um, Instead, it says that God was sorry and that God changed his mind. Um, He, yeah, he changed what was going to happen based on the prayer that Moses said. And that's, I mean, on a much smaller scale, that's how prayer works in our lives. If I'm praying for my family to be safe and I'm talking to God and pleading with him, then maybe something that would have happened, God will change his mind and have not happened based on that. But, at the well, actually, Ashby, what are your thoughts on that before I go on? I don't know. Like, again, being a new Christian, not really being devoted to Christian, to like reading the Bible. Uh-huh although I should be more than I am. Um, there's been, like, I heard before that people say that it says in the Bible that God never changes his mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know, can you confirm that? Um, people is do the, say that. Is, is it then? Is it actually, then? I can't think of a place where it says that, though. That God cha- does not change his mind. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I, I don't want to, like, go... On what do I think? I want to go on like what it says. Well, and I don't really know the Bible that well. Okay, well, here's the thing. God, God always knows what's best. God can change his plans. So, say, it would have been best. There are multiple options because maybe God could have destroyed, would have destroyed Israel and Moses would have been turned into a great nation and become the Israel today through Moses. But instead... God changed his plans and had Israel continue living and becoming what Israel is today. Um, I don't think one choice is better than the other. It's just that God changed the plans, but to have the same outcome, you know, based on Moses' prayer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cool. I'll try to look up into that, like, that doesn't change his mind. I don't know mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's written anywhere, but like, I'll do that. And if we do another podcast, uh, we can talk more about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, go on with what you were um, trying to say. Yeah. But I don't know. It's important to also think that, like, you can't pray for dumb stuff and expect God to actually go through with it. Being like, oh, God, uh, can I please have a million dollars? Like, something like that. God's not a genie um, or anything like that. 
actually in Romans 8, 26, it says, The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought to. But the Spirit himself intercedes with us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what the knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And so we do have this amazing gift and amazing blessing that we get to talk to God and ask for things. <laughs> but obviously prayer isn't about asking for things. It's about speaking and spending time with God. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in and guides us to ask for the right things and also say the right things to God where we actually worship God through our prayer. If you look at Jesus' prayers in the Bible, if you look at David's prayers or Abraham's, most of what they say are, thank are thankfulness and worship towards God. It's a time where we get to speak to God one-on-one -on -one and just speak to him. That's how you get to know people, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, sure, you can, you can read about uh, Lewis and Clark or what's an old dead person? Uh, Shakespeare. Sure. You can, <laughs> learn, you can learn about William Shakespeare in his life, and that's great, and it's amazing. And you can hear people talk about William Shakespeare. But if you got to actually speak to him, you would get to know who William Shakespeare is on a much personal, deeper level, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that's what prayer is. It's where we get to know God. It's not just a mailing system where we just kind of write down what we want and ship them off to Santa Claus, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's, it's where we get to speak to him. We speak to God, and God speaks to us. And it's always like... And God can speak to us in many ways. He can speak to us where um, just in actions or things that happen in our day or through the Bible. Um, or we can actually hear a voice. That sometimes happens too. Um, cool. yeah. yeah. Thoughts? Um, with me, I noticed a lot of times like response to a prayer is either something happens like with the job. Mm-hmm. That was like, or like, there's been multiple cases. I don't want to go into detail of mm -hmm. every one of them because, again, <laughs> a lot of personal people include. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Uh, but like, it's basically that like a week of praying and then suddenly, ooh, that's changed very, very fast, very unpredictable, like, but mm -hmm. in a good way. Yeah. So either that or I just have like, I don't know, a sudden breakthrough. Like even before I became a Christian, I just, I remember just waking up one morning and I would just like open my eyes and like, ooh, if there's no God, there's no point to life. Like not the <laughs> depressed Damn. kind, but like just mm -hmm. the apologetic, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that kind of like, um, breakthrough, memory mm -hmm. breakthrough. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Damn. I think with me, you chose in that ways. Mm. And For with sure. other people in other ways. Yeah, definitely. God does speak to different people based on different things. The way God speaks to me is um, usually through music. Um, that's one of the ways I connect with God most. But I have friends and family who connect to God in different ways, you know, whether that's a walk in the woods or spending time um, with the church or going out and serving people, just getting to 
experience God's love through those ways is also good. Welcome back to Pursuing Jesus Daily. Um, Ajbe, you got a topic that's on your mind. I do got a topic that's <laughs> on my mind. And before we get into that topic, mm -hmm. I would just like to say like why I would want to talk about that. Because uh, a few, like, oh, two years and two months ago, exactly. We were driving from another youth group that wasn't our youth group because mm -hmm. we didn't have it that week. And um, the guy that was driving, a guy from our youth group and our church, um, brought on this subject. And the results of that subject being brought on uh, made be that my marriage, potential marriage, mm -hmm. if I do manage to get married, no. <laughs> um, and a marriage of at least three more young people might be saved or like not messed up because of that hmm. so yeah um as a topic that <laughs> we like to discuss that is to some people just forbidden to talk about at least that's like or taboo to mm -hmm. talk about is pornography mm -hmm. um yeah yeah and that's like i mean it's okay to talk about like christian or not people struggle with that yeah like all the time sure. and especially as believers it's important for us to understand why that's not okay right yeah <laughs> all right yeah it's yeah and you i like how our pastor even um there's this book in the old testament um that's i don't we call it, it it's in slovenia it's called like high song something like that Songs? No, High Song. Song of Solomon? Is that about the man and the woman? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, Song of Solomon. Okay, yeah. So he brought that on and said that, and like, just tried to point to us that, like, it's not wrong to talk about it, it's good to talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because if you talk about it, then at least you got some background. If you don't talk about it and think you know everything for from movies or, like, porn videos that's just like not the way it is and i've been i've talked about it with a lot of married people and they were all like yeah that's like the furthest away from the truth they could get and like yeah mm. um so i just basically last time when we finished the podcast with ben i um I just thought that this might be a good thing for, uh, like, a good subject for a podcast. So mm -hmm. I just brought it on. Um, yeah. I don't know. You got any thoughts or questions? Or <laughs> 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 you talk about the, bird, the birds and the bees, people. Mm. Um, well, the thing is, like, so many, so many Christians specifically don't really talk about it. Um, what is it? that you think makes it so wrong? Because a lot of people could think like, well, what's wrong with it? Like, I'm not like 
hurting anyone. Like, I'm just watching a video, in a sense. Um, what do you think makes it so wrong? Well, there's... The first thing I would say is, like, um, giving you a false impression of what it should be. And then, like... I mean, I'm not married, can't really talk much about it, but, like, <laughs> I've talked to married people who have struggled with porn in their youth. Mm -hmm. And, like them knowing what is inside those videos and actually being married they say it's like two opposite poles it's completely mm. different mm -hmm. um first thing is that i guess or like yeah that is one of the things i want to like prioritize which is mm -hmm. uh another thing is simply for christians like it says it, one of the commandments is don't don't lust or don't wish upon your brother's wife, something like that, mm -hmm. or your neighbor's wife. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, in an essence, it's not wrong to masturbate, but it's wrong to mm -hmm. lust, yeah. which causes you to masturbate. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's those two, those two things. And like, even when you said that somebody used an argument, like, I'm not hurting anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you watch a video of some being executed, you're not hurting anyone either. But one, it messes up your brain, mm. and two, like watching it, people like getting views on that mm -hmm. will make them do it more. Yeah, and basically, you're Christian or non-Christian, you're supporting the creation of more pornography, mm -hmm. um, or like execution videos or whatever mm -hmm. it is, and yeah, you just ramp it up and like. Create more market, if you will, yeah, for yeah. those kind of things. Sure. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The thing that I find so interesting is like, I mean, obviously, like, sex is not a bad thing. It's actually a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's um, if you look in Genesis one, God says to God gives two commands. I talked about this last time. It said, "Be fruitful and multiply, have dominion over the earth." So. Have families, bam, and work. Uh, I talked about work last time, but like, that's one of the things that God blessed us with is to have that sort of um, intimacy with a partner. But the thing about uh, porn is that it creates it into something that's not actually there. Like you said, you talk to a lot of guys who are married now and struggled with um, watching porn in their youth. Um, and in, in a sense, it makes them a little um, dissatisfied with their partner, right? Cause, yeah, because they're trying to compare. Like, Yeah, it's, it's different than, yeah. it, than when you watch a video and then when in real life. They're two completely different things from what you see and what you do, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm, like, even um, making you watch that, I mean, just watching that and, like, um, lusting all the time mm -hmm. creates this loop and this habit that mm -hmm. you must be satisfied all the time mm -hmm. every I don't know period of time mm -hmm. you must yeah be yeah. satisfied and then like <clears throat> be being a Christian or not being a Christian you don't want to have sex on the first date or like <laughs> I mean wouldn't seem right in my mind mm -hmm. um, and like Really, you're trying to build up 
to marriage on the on like the fact that you know a person's uh, a someone's personality mm-hmm. not just because they're good at sex because that goes away like physical part of a human goes away much quicker mm-hmm. than or like gets bad much mm-hmm. quicker than their personality i think for sure yeah so um where was i going oh yeah um where was i going with this Mm-hmm. You're gonna cut this one out. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I know where I was going with this. Um, so yeah, you wanna wait with sex until um, marriage, and that even I think to a non-Christian would make sense because you're actually getting married with with, with the person because you want to be with them for the rest of your life mm-hmm. not because what they can do in bed but because the way they are mm. like their personality i want to talk like to an elder like not elderly but like a grown-up woman that was divorced and then remarried mm-hmm. um and she said to me that like when she was young like barely out of high school high school is different here by the way you end at like 19 just mm-hmm. So, you know, the audience is feeling that. Um, so, yeah, she was barely out of high school. And she said to me, like, she was explaining. She said, I had sex. I got pregnant. And they were not married yet at that time. And she said, like, I knew before we got married that it wouldn't last. But I got married because I was pregnant. And mm-hmm. I basically had no choice. Yeah. So, you really want to go into a lifelong lasting marriage because you got pregnant, because you wanted to get one orgasm. <laughs> Isn't it better to wait, enjoy the person for who they are, for their personality, and just hold it off? Mm-hmm. It's, I know it's like easier said than done, mm-hmm. most likely, but like, it's probably easier to you know enjoy your marriage than fight for five years and then get divorced, mm. and then be alone for, I don't know, the rest of your life. Hmm. yeah for sure so that's great I love that that's that's exactly how it should be and the thing is like I don't know a lot of people know this a lot a lot of people know this right a lot of people know that like yeah you should wait till marriage blah 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 porn's bad blah 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 but they still do uh struggle with it so I mean I don't know what are some ways that you seem helpful to kind of avoid it when you're tempted with the idea of going to a porn site or something. Well, like, basically, I haven't done it in two years, mm-hmm. one year and a half. And basically, at, at the start, you just, when, oh yeah, I didn't finish that story. When, like, mm-hmm. the guy was talking to us in the yeah. car, he was basically saying to us, stop it, don't do it ever again. And I was like, okay, I'll take a 30 30 day challenge not Mm -hmm. to. Um, And then being the stubborn person I am, 30 days passed. And I was like, there's a streak going on. I should just continue (laughs) with that. Um, And when went on, I failed a couple of times, Mm -hmm. of course. Yeah. But like, then it just, the thing that like talking about it before was taboo. Yeah. Now just thinking about opening a porn site or mm-hmm. having to masturbate or whatever mm-hmm. seems really taboo. Yeah. And like now there's 
like yeah sometimes of course we're people made of flesh we're not holy we're like <laughs> sinful and yeah, like for sure there's those lustful desires they're wrong i know but like basically now now it's a habit not to do it you know? mm -hmm. instead of a habit to do it yeah yeah in the start you the only thing you have to do is nothing like <laughs> don't open a force sign don't masturbate yeah, like yeah. just let it pass yeah and for sure I don't know. I've, I've talked to a lot of people about it, gave them a challenge mm -hmm. not to. Uh, and yeah, I yeah. don't know. For me, it it was kind of simple just not to do it for mm -hmm. some time. For sure. But like, I know some, some people struggle with it a lot more. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, before when I was even like talking about marriage. Yeah. Kind of. I guess put it in a selfish way even not f just for your own sake but for your wives mm -hmm. or, yeah like for your husbands if you're a girl mm -hmm. um it's yeah it's their lives at stake as well it's their innocence at stake as well as well mm -hmm. and 100%. you don't want to force them or like kind of force them into something not yeah. force them to do it but like they wouldn't do it if you wouldn't like tell them to mm. definitely want to do that plus there's the you know god sites which just tells you not to do it so you shouldn't yeah for sure i can um i can definitely relate to that like every time i'm uh every time i'm like tempted or like start to feel lust or something like that um i always just like i always just think of my wife <laughs> uh like i'm not married and I don't think I will be anytime soon. I'm only 19. But the thing is, when I'm tempted with um, like doing something like that, like I always think like, like I'll probably be married one day. Like, what if my wife was here? Like, I'd, I'd be so ashamed if she saw me like be lustful towards that person or be think about going on this site or something like that. Like, it's disrespectful to her and it's unloving towards her, even though I haven't met her yet. Like, because when I get married, I'm dedicating my life to that woman. Not just life after marriage, but also life before marriage. So what I'm doing now, like, I'm working hard because I want to get a good job. I want to be able to support her. I'm not going on porn sites because I love her and I want to respect her for her personality and not think she's inadequate in a sense. And I don't know. I don't think... I don't have to meet my wife to respect her and to love her. I can do it now before even knowing who she is, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. And like know. you said that if now you were to do it and she would have walked in and oh saw you, gosh. you would be so ashamed. Be so bad. Yeah. And that's a human. <laughs> like now imagine God who does see. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like Oh, too much. Yeah. yeah. He sees it. Like, I mean... If you were to do it, that there's is a, a fat bee. Oh my god! That's a wasp, I think. Oh, it's a wasp. We're sitting in a kitchen. Yeah. Okay, that's the thing I hate about Sylvania is how big your guys' bugs are. I'm gonna slap it. I'm gonna slap it. Slap it. Get it. Don't cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Here. One, two. Oh snap! Indeed. Is he dead? 
Did you ask about his gender? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what is it with this though? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Paper towels. Anyways. Um, so where were we? Uh, we were talking about... Oh yeah. Oh, if your wife walked in, but then also God, he sees yeah. everything. Like, like we're God's sons. That's a yeah. little... Not, it's not great. Like, it's not just disrespectful to your spouse. It's also disrespectful to God because that's not what that was meant for. Yeah. It's supposed to be a close, intimate thing. Yeah, not exactly. something that everyone watches and lusts after. Because it makes it, it turns it into a sort of idol, you know? Like, if you look around on, like, TV shows or just drama or movies, I don't know. Like, sexuality and stuff is definitely an idol. Like, a huge oh, yeah, one at sure. that. Um, and I do think that porn and lust has a lot to do with that. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I would want to add, mm -hmm. even like to everything, it's like, I kind of see the difference. Like, I mean, not kind of, I definitely see the difference. Um, liking girls before I stopped watching porn mm -hmm. was, I didn't admit it to myself, but it was just because of their body mm -hmm. and like how they looked. But then I stopped and then like now a few years later liking someone again it's like really it was that dang you have like really good personality and yeah not mm -hmm. a guy at the conference this summer said like i'm not calling you ugly you're beautiful mm -hmm. but that's not the first thing i noticed mm. our third and final topic for this podcast is judgment in the church because i know that's something a lot of people um can relate to whether that's like oh so-and-so is having a bad marriage with this or so-and-so lost their job or a bunch of stuff um i feel like a lot of people in the church go through that and that's not great that's not reflecting god's love you know christians hurting other christians um and i'll Actually, in high school, a lot of my friends ended up leaving the church because there was a lot of judgment and gossip in the church going around about them. Um, yeah, and it's just a super hurtful thing, which is not what we're called to do, especially to other believers. We're supposed to love our brothers and sisters in Christ and not be judgmental towards them. Um, Ashbe, you can kind of relate to that, right? Um yeah, I was probably being the guy judged and <laughs> definitely was the guy judging. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not so much judging, but like um, making fun of someone, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, for not being there every Sunday. Oh, yeah. And like, or like for a couple of consecutive Sundays not be being there. Yeah. And like, they got their reasons. I like the person was the uh, the first Christian of our youth group to be there in the church and I was just being a doofus to her. So yeah, that wasn't right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I changed change now. I, I know there's reasons you can't be there. 
Um, then, yeah, I mean, we're uh, we have a kind of a love hate relationship mm. with that person, like, in a good way, I guess. So she knows I'm just messing with her. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. she gets it. Dang, yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> Wait, I want to find some. Go yeah, ahead. I actually just pulled up a verse. Are you looking for verse two? Where are you looking? Dude, what's up? Uh, I'm in Galatians. Okay, I'm in Matthew 5. Dude. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> my verse says, So then, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who belong in the household of faith. And I feel like that's neglected a lot in the church, where, yes, we're supposed, we're supposed to go out and love the lost and love everyone out there and help the poor, help the needy. But the thing is, we're especially supposed to do good. Paul says in Galatians, especially to those who belong in the household of faith, our brothers and sisters in Christ, we're supposed to love them especially and help them especially. And that's something that's severely lacking in the church around the world. Like, for me, I have, a, I have an, an experience <laughs> uh, with being judged in the church. I, back in high school, I was... I was a pretty shy kid. I was in the process of getting out of my shell. Um, and most of my friends just happened to be girls. Like, I don't know. I can connect with girls more easily than guys, which is fine. <laughs> um, but in my church, a lot of people saw that and were like, oh, that's interesting. Why is Ben only hanging out with girls? Um, and then rumors were starting to go around that I was gay and... Like, people were talking about it and confronting me and kind of hinting at it towards me. And thankfully, I'm not someone who really, like, gives any weight towards other people's opinions. And so I just kind of brushed it off. Um, and eventually, everyone, <laughs> everyone got the gist that uh, I was a straight guy. I wasn't gay. Um, but, like, looking back on it, like, I don't know... Like, I don't know why everyone has to be so judgmental. Again, I'm not hurt by it. I'm not offended. Like, oh, I can't believe they thought it was gay. But, like, <laughs> don't fall. Yeah. Um, but, like, I just, that's not the way Jesus lived. So why, why do we do that, you know? What do you think? Um, yeah. To go just a bit back, mm -hmm. I found a verse that I just read this morning. Dope. As Freddie Mercury would say, God knows. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, from the Sermon on the Mount, um, Matthew 5, 22. Mm -hmm. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. Mm. And basically it says, um, whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. Mm. I'm not sure the council. What what would you say that means? Uh, how would you translate? That? I mean, who's how, what's the context? Is that Jesus talking? Yeah, similar in the mind. Uh, basically, it means that we'll be held accountable when we get to heaven. Uh -huh. God is the council, basically. Uh -huh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, and like it says, like, don't insult your brother, because like, yeah, it's not good. Especially, don't, like, be nice to everyone, but especially don't insult your brother. Yeah, for sure. And, like, us being in the church, brothers and sisters, 
um, and like actually feeling like a, like I said on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially to your brothers, be nice, be helpful, show that God's love reflecting mm-hmm. off of you or like shining out of you. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So yeah, be nice to everyone, especially your church. Yeah. Or like people in your church. Definitely, because I mean, today's society kind of has it so backwards where you're supposed to be nice to your friends and be good to your friends, but then, you know, when you get home, you're just like a jerk to your siblings and don't respect your parents and all that stuff. When in reality, your family is the people who are closest to you and then your friends are the outer parts. Unless, of course, you have a family with different dynamics, uh, come from a broken family. I come from a broken family, so totally understand. Oh. Yeah, what's up? Hashtag <laughs> relatable. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, family is supposed to be in a close personal thing. And with being a church, the whole church, the whole body of Christ, we are a family. And we're not the kind of broken family or the dysfunctional family. We're the family that is united in God. And with that, we're supposed to love and honor each other and respect each other. And then through that honor and respect, we're supposed to go out outside of our family and love the people around us and love our neighbors and our coworkers and the people we see on the streets based on our love with God and our love with our family, you know? I would agree. Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah. Uh, what was the first topic we talked about? Let's do a uh, recap. Prayer, pornography, gossip. Oh, we didn't go with gossip. Um, I mean, go on gossip. I mean, we kind of did, but. Okay. You got anything to say about gossip in the church? Yeah. There's um, judgment and there's gossip. So nobody should gossip this guy in our church. You know what he did? Oh, and <laughs> please tell. <laughs> um, being fair as much. Mm. Um, yeah, so like gossiping, I would think, is one of the most destructible, mm. probably, yeah. things. Especially in the church, like you said, being mm-hmm. close with your family, your brothers, your sisters. Yeah. That should not happen. Like, if you got a problem, go to the person you got a problem mm. with, not to everyone else. 100%. And I mean, I'm not saying I didn't do it or don't do it, but like, I know it's not right. And mm-hmm. I know you shouldn't do it. Cause, yeah, it breaks everything off. Because I've heard, I mean, then you come somewhere and you learn so much new about yourself that's not even true. Like, mm. everybody, like, for you, yeah. they were saying you were gay. Um, for me, I don't know. Was not, not especially for me, but, like, for one of my friends, it was a lot of stuff about his skills. I shown shan't oh. go any further um, <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah like I, don't, I didn't really have like a solid point on this but mm-hmm. something you want to talk about yeah mm. just yeah just don't do it that's good yeah for sure and the thing is like uh when was it it was like it was last year late last year um a friend of mine came to me and they were like oh did you hear about so-and-so and i was like hmm and she was like well they said this about you and I was like um thanks for telling me oh and but like I didn't I didn't believe her like I was like okay well where'd you hear that from they're like 
oh, from this person. I was like, okay, where'd that person hear it from? And like, oh, from this person. And I was like, what's your, like, the fourth branch of what that person said? Like, I definitely don't believe it. And so I went to um, that friend, let's call her Brenda. I don't know anyone named Brenda, so that's a perfect name. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say Brenda said that my feet are big, and they're not. They're actually abnormally small um i still wear children's shoes Um, (laughs) uh no but uh so i went to brenda and i was like hey uh you say i have big feet and she was like uh no and i was like i was like okay well what happened and then they explained it and it all made sense that brenda just pointed out that she liked my shoes or something like that like it was basically something just as trivial as that and then through the gossip and the miscommunication and everything, it just came to me as, like, Brenda just had that, like, that thought towards me or that judgment or and stuff. And it was all transferred through gossip. And it wasn't even true. Like, yeah. I don't get it. So, I don't know. If you, hear, if you hear gossip, just ignore it. If there's judgment towards you, ignore it. Don't be judgmental towards other people. It's not loving. It's not helpful. God's the true judge. He's the only one who has the right to judge. We're all sinners. We're all broken and separated from God. And only by his grace can we be reconciled with him. And so with this podcast, like, yes, prayer is (laughs) important. Stay away from porn. Don't be judgmental and don't gossip. Like, they're just simple things that we all struggle with and all deal with. And we're our brothers and sisters in Christ and we got to strive to live lives that are more pure and more focused on Jesus. Can I add one more thought on gossip? I just remember. Sure. Oh, Sorry. absolutely, man. Have such add a it nice on. Ooh, cherry on top. Do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I now, now it, like, flashback to me when you were talking about <laughs> gossip. <laughs> that was a little flashback. <laughs> um, our pastor was talking to me and a couple of my friends, I think, once mm-hmm. at his house. And... He was like, when someone wants to start a gossip, he's just like, hold up, wait, let me get that person you're trying to gossip about. And they're like, why? That's the point of gossip. I'm not being here. (laughs) And like, I mean, if you're going to talk about them, either talk nice about them or talk talk crap about them Mm. and they're here. Mm. Because like... So they can actually hear it. Yeah. And like, it can be communicated. Yeah. And they're not going to say it. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to say it in front of them. Yeah, for sure. It just eliminates the problem. It's perfect. Um, Yeah. And like, even gossip getting totally twisted and turned. Mm -hmm. It's like the game of telephone. Oh, yeah. We've been playing when we were kids. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, (laughs) telephone. And at at the end comes out, I don't know, ice cream. Like... Mm. Completely different. Mm-hmm. She said you got nice shoes. You got nice shoes. Nobody said that you got beat. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. it gets lost in communication. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, no. Do pray. Don't porn. Uh, <laughs> do pray. Don't porn. That's the <laughs> motto. That could be on the t-shirts. We got merch coming out Friday. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> should we pray? Do you want to pray? Or should I pray? Yeah, let's pray. God, please help us to just focus on you and to just be reminded that you are our King and you are our Lord and that 
there's so many struggles in life, whether that's struggling inwardly with lust and judgment or struggling outwardly um, with relationships and communication. Please help us to just be, just be passionate about you and develop a connection with you where we just get to know you more every day and pursue you every day. And that through that, we would just develop stronger relationships with other believers and just be built up together. And that through that, we would go out and live lives that are just overflowing with your love and your grace. And that when people walk by us on the streets, that they would notice us, but they wouldn't be like, they wouldn't see us, but they would see you. And they would see your character in our lives and playing out through that. And we love you, God. And please just help us to, help us to love you more and to know you more and to not waste the lives that you've given us, but that we would go out and pursue you and love you and choose to follow you. In your name, amen. Amen.